and this is KEXU 96.1 FM, Poe People's Revolutionary Radio. I'm JV, and you're listening to Free Aslan. <clears throat> In today's show, we're going to have a special guest uh, coming up, uh, singer, artist, uh, Lolita Lebron is going to be on the, on the show, and she's going to be talking about uh, her music and... Um, and what that means to her and um and and before we get into that i want to say a few words um few things coming from aslam press and of course one of the biggest topics uh on the agenda of course is the gladiator fights that continue to ravage the people uh within the u.s or at least the california prison system and um and so the guards are continuing to uh you know have these prisoners um basically fight fight each other to the death you know fight each other uh for their entertainment purposes you know they have uh you know they're betting on the prisoners they're just you know they're hand-picking prisoners that they dislike for whatever reason uh prisoners who have um maybe uh resisted and who have become thorns in the sides of the guards uh for lack of a better term but um this is going on and you know they continue to uh put prisoners on yards that they don't belong on and continue to uh you know inflict this trauma on our people and um and it's continuing um as we speak and so you know families are continuing to organize and to mobilize around this and you know it's it's just it's gonna be it's a protracted struggle so this is not gonna be solved a day it's a struggle that's gonna continue for some time and you know all uh freedom loving people uh anybody with an ounce of humanity should uh learn more get involved um contact the state officials and find out from these families uh what can be done and how to organize a chapter in your area <clears throat> because it all comes down to organization um anything anywhere in the world anytime anywhere uh in the world that anybody wanted to change something um they had to do it through organization so organization is key and i talked about a very good pamphlet um by the same name organization is the key um before and that talks about different methods of organizing and different um ways of um you know mobilizing peoples and units and uh different groupings of people so that's a very educational pamphlet i'll throw out there and <clears throat> you know once more uh, i want to mention um there is some great great development um in mobilizing the chicano moratorium events they're going to be going on everywhere and particularly in california uh i know they they're organizing an event in um uh san francisco i believe um i think oakland might have one uh san jose is gonna have one for sure um and down in southern california as well and these actions these the chicano moratorium you know um for some listeners that don't know that was the largest uh mobilization of the chicano nation and it took place um in the early 1970s um and you know this was the mobilization against the war in vietnam and that was due to um per capita the largest concentration of those um dying in vietnam um were the chicano people so you know we knew you know our people knew that um, we were not the majority of the u.s military force and yet um chicano people were dying um uh, more than um anyone else so it was a problem and the chicano nation mobilized against it um and this action led to the chicano moratorium 
where the idea was promoted to refrain from joining the U.S. military. And that was um, very important. It was an act of internationalism. Uh, it was also an act that was mobilized by the uh, Chicano Revolutionary Nationalists. And it, it was a very powerful and progressive uh, event. And it hasn't been surpassed since then. So it's very important. Um, it's something that um, that we should all, uh, you know... Um, dig into research learn about and participate get involved find out the chicano moratorium events in your area and um i will be a part of uh the one organizing in san jose so i'm very um happy about that and um you know i'll be speaking more about that in the weeks to come um and, you know, um, next month is the anniversary. I believe it's the 49th anniversary. Next year is going to be a huge uh, event of the 50th anniversary. So um, people are even organizing now for next year because that's, you know, the, 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 the thing you want to do. You know, you, you stay ready. You don't have to get ready. So, you know, organize a year in advance. It's always the best way to go with huge events and um so i'm very much looking forward to that and you know um and it's going to be a beautiful event i'm going to be doing uh you know i was asked to do some artwork for the chicano moratorium um um in southern california so i'm hoping that you know we get some posters and stuff and we can utilize them up here as well but it was a huge honor and i just spoke with some folks and um uh and and i was asked and i was you know it was a huge honor to be uh included in such a, a profound such a very important event like the chicano moratorium and be able to contribute in a very small way in my opinion um, considering all the sacrifices that have been uh, made throughout the years. So um, so that's something to look forward to, and I'll be speaking more of it uh, next week, and may I'll have some more information, hopefully some contact info, uh, stuff to people that people can really um, look into and, and find ways to get involved. And, um, and so, you know, it's important today, you know, we, I talked about the Chicano Moratorium of yesteryear, decades past that you know that it was fighting against the war in vietnam and you know that was a, an imperialist war it was a horrible uh you know thing to send people to die and to kill others um other oppressed people um and, and you know so but today there's also wars and as as a matter of fact when it comes to the chicano nation and in particular uh to uh, all all rasa um it's very important because in today's world, if you look at the numbers, uh, Rasa are the highest recruits entering the U.S. military today. So I would say that uh, a Chicano moratorium is is probably needed today more than it was in, in the early 1970s. Because if the Chicano nation is entering the U.S. military um, at a faster rate than any other nationalities, then um, that would mean that basically it would be the Chicano Nation that is keeping uh, the U.S. military on life support. So we need to pull that plug, and we need to um, you know learn ways to uh, counter uh, these imperialist wars. They don't do nothing for us. You know these are the same wars that um, came over here and took uh, indigenous land um, and took all of our land. So, you know, this is, um, this is something we're against, we should be against. And, you know, um, you know we have struggles here. Uh, we have struggles not only um, to regain what was stolen from us, we have struggles within ourselves, within our own communities, within our own nation, we have, uh, you know, so many things to deal with um, besides going around the world uh, killing other oppressed people uh, who've done nothing to us. You know, the only thing they've done to 
to the U.S. is um, end up with a large supply of oil or, you know, or some other resource. So they have done absolutely nothing. And, um, you know, I tell all of my friends and family um, and the listeners, uh, refuse to go enter this military, refuse to kill for America, you know. So, I mean, um, they want to turn you into a serial killer, you say no, you know, absolutely not, you know. So that's a bad thing. You don't want to be a serial killer. When they come to your school, you tell your children, they come to your school with these ROTCs, with the military recruits. Hey, has anybody talked to you about joining the U.S. military? Uh, teach your children to say, no, I'm not going to be a serial killer. Leave me alone. You know, uh, before I, I call somebody and, and say you're bothering me. So you, you want to... Uh, you know, teach the next generation that it's not okay to be a, a U.S. serial killer. You know, it's not okay to be a military oppressor. So, no, we don't need that. We don't want that. You know, we want freedom. We want our, uh, you know, we want to fight our struggles here. We have a lot to do, a lot to organize. You know, this Chicano moratorium, we need people to put their energies into something like that, not be you know um traveling the world um learning different ways to uh you know neutralize people you know and we don't need that it's it's you know it's not in our culture and it shouldn't be in our lives but um and so now i want to get to this this interview it's going to be um very very good interview i'm going to be uh interviewing uh lolita lebron and she's a singer um she's out of chicago and you know i mean the name alone you know you know uh some of the listeners may know um that you know that that it's a very revolutionary name and um and you know so i know you know i can tell by that she's a very proud poriqua and uh, for the some of the listeners that don't know uh, what Boricua is, it, you know, this is talking about the Puerto Rican people, and um, you know, these these are indigenous peoples, these are raza, and these are people that are also you know colonized and um, suffer the same conditions as the Chicano Nation. So we um, consider Boricua to be um, you know in struggle with us, and we have deep unity. Uh, Aslan has deep unity with. Boricua, and 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 we have for gen- many generations here in these false U.S. borders. But um, let me see if um if I have her on the line right now. Uh, Lolita, are you are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh well, thank you and welcome to Free Aslan. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And uh, so let me just get to this first question. You know, I talked a little bit about your name. Uh, and um, but I want to hear. I think the listeners want to hear from you. So why did you choose the name Lolita LeBron? Honestly, I didn't choose it. Mm. Though I've always admired it, the name was given to me mm. when I was a lot younger, and it stuck. And I'm proud to carry the name. Oh, that's beautiful, and, and that's a beautiful thing because. That is a very powerful name. Lolita Lebron was a, a great, you know, a leader within the Boricua com- community and um, always stood up for her people and stood for, uh, you know, the liberation of her peoples and uh, to the very end. So she actually went to prison for a little bit, but, you know, she was, uh, she yeah, absolutely. She was, you know, she was, um, you know, was she she was a real one. And she was, uh, you know, she went to prison for it, stood strong, and they still didn't break her, and, and, and she continued to struggle uh, for Poriqua. So yes, it's a she beautiful. She definitely was a, a political prisoner, and even when she did get out, she still continued to fight. She still was luchando for Puerto Rico for our people, and mm. you can't do anything but admire that. Absolutely, absolutely. And the and the and the political prisoners, you know, we still have political prisoners, and yeah we, uh, yeah, we have a lot of them. And 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 the news, unfortunately, you know, they they don't 
They don't want us to know that because then we start questioning why are they political prisoners. So there's a lot of cover up to that. But, you know, that's why it's important that, you know, all of us, uh, you know, oppressed nations, people, we teach our family, our children uh, who they are and who their heroes are. And, you know, who who those are, you know, who's sacrificing for our people as well, because that's very important because we're not going to get it from the news you know, so we got to get it from, you know, from each other. But um, let me ask you um, as well, were you born in, in, in Puerto Rico or were you born in, in Chi-Town or? Yeah, I was, uh, I was born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. Mm. Okay. Yeah, and Chicago has a, a long history of uh, the Puerto Rican people, um, you know, struggling and resisting as well. Um, we could go back to the Machateros. Uh, you know, we, we have, there's a long history of Boricua uh, in Chicago and the East Coast in general. But um, so, yeah, it, it, you know, that's what caught my eye. And, 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 you know, Lolita Lebron, I mean, you know, you, you got to love that, that you continuing to promote uh, such a powerful name. And, um, and, and that in itself is, is, is a huge act of resistance as well. But let me let me get into to music in general and um you know obviously you love music you we're going to play some of your one of your songs in a minute but um i wanted to ask um why is music important to you honestly i really feel like music is powerful i feel like it saved me it's part of our culture it's therapeutic to the people mm. it's been like a life preserver for me when i felt like i'm drowning Mm. And I know that it can be that for others. Mm. Absolutely. And, and it's almost like medicine, right? It's like a medicine. Definitely. It heals us, you know? And, and, and I think as indigenous people, because we're all indigenous, whether, you know, uh, we're Chicano, we're, whether we're Boricua, it, it doesn't matter. Dominicano, exactly. it doesn't matter. We're all uh, indigenous people. That's what unites us. And and the thing about indigenous peoples is music has always been very very important. I mean, our 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 ancestors, you know, the drums and the and the music. This is what uh, moved our people, and it moved them in a time of peace and happiness it also moved them in a time of war you know they, they had the war exactly. drums and all that so it's very important music has always been a factor in in, in our communities and in, in, in um going back for thousands of years so you know the fact that you're uh, making music now you know that's just a, a direct lineage uh, you know ties you directly to your ancestors so that's a beautiful tradition um, that you're doing and 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 how long by the way how long have you been uh, doing music singing how long have you been doing that um my father is actually a singer wow um i've been singing probably as far back as four years old damn okay yeah so you got it it's in your blood absolutely and, Definitely. and yeah and 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 so you know this music um you know, it, it's it's it, it motivates. It's a powerful tool, you know, because it could do damage to a people too if people are making music that isn't, um, you know, isn't uh, progressive, isn't isn't positive. It could it can do a lot of damage. So, you know, music is a weapon. It's who wields it and who you know who has it, who's using it. And so, you know, it could be um, used for the people in order to mobilize. So it's a very powerful uh, form of culture, you know. And um, But I wanted to ask you, um, what, what are your thoughts on Puerto Rico today? You know, is it colonized? Or what, what do you, what, how do you feel about the fact of Puerto Rico being there, but, um, you know, not being able to... Um, how, how do you feel about the whole situation in, uh, of the island right now? Honestly, yeah, I definitely think that uh, it's colonized. Mm. I don't agree with Puerto Rico not being independent. Mm. And I mean, for y'all who accept that and want Puerto Rico to be a part of the U.S., y'all should really rethink this because mm. there isn't a real benefit to Puerto Rico being a part of the United States it isn't even allowed to vote in the primary elections. I mean, mm. 
the president stated he's going to revoke citizenship of all Boricuas Puerto Ricanos. Mm. Call Puerto Rico territory. Wow. You know, I mean, that says so much. I feel yeah. like I feel Absolutely. like after the hurricane happened, he came forth throwing paper towels around. Mm. You know, just blatant disrespect. I mean, he said he's tweeting stuff that don't even make no sense. And like you said, we're all indigenous people. Absolutely. Absolutely. In 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 Puerto Rico, just like uh, Aslan here in you know in 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 in, in Cali, you know, um, Aslan well here in the in the false US borders, but um in Cali is part of Aslan as well. And you know, and we're colonized as well because as you probably know, you know, the, the US came, stole this land from Mexico and uh 1846 and then 1848 and so this this land you know this is uh what the chicano nation considers aslan and we're colonized as well so you know our peoples um for the for decades uh since the 1960s have been uh having strong unity the chicano nation and poriqua um in, in struggle and and we continue because we understand we have the same enemy you know we are up against the same obstacles and you know um and so th with this knowledge this understanding um you know along with the black nation and along with the first nations you know we have this uh this this unity of of being up against the same oppressor nation and so um you know we've always struggled together uh in in order to push this obstacle up off our backs but um it, it's beautiful to see um people today you know continue that uh that that struggle in unity um, you know, Boricua and Aslan um, struggling, understanding that we do share the same enemy and we continue to struggle to liberate our lands and our people. Uh, and that struggle will never end until we are free because I believe as you that Boricua uh, is a colony and, um, and I believe that I believe that it is a colony and that um, you know, and that, you know, the only way to to be free is to continue to struggle uh, in unity uh, against against our obstacle, against the oppressor nation. So it's 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 beautiful to hear uh, somebody with that knowledge create uh, any kind of artistic uh, effort, uh, music. Um, just knowing that you're conscious of that is a beautiful thing, and and. And I really do appreciate it, and and this is why I really wanted you on this show. But uh, let me let me ask you, um, um, what are your thoughts on the on the Young Lords Party from back in the day? That was a very important party for the Boricua Nation. I mean, really, they were pioneers on addressing injustices affecting Boricuas, Afro Latinos, Tainos. Mm. building alliances between the Black Panthers, Brown Berets, even the Red Guard, which were the Asians at mm. that time. Absolutely. And many others. I mean, they realized that the same coloni colonizers and the enslavers were affecting them all in the same way they knew they had to bring people together mm. to resist the oppressors and get justice for our people. Mm. The Black Power Movement had a heavy influence on all the organizations like this one to follow back then. Mm. I can't feel nothing but pride, respect, mm. honor, and love for them. My brothers, my sisters, and any other alliances uh, as a whole that came from there, that sprung from them. Mm. Absolutely. Well said. Well said. And, and I would agree 100%. And, and the Young Lords Party, you know, in my opinion, they were even a little more advanced when it came to... Uh, gender struggles than even the Black Panthers. You know, they were, uh, 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 you know, for example, they had more women in leadership and they addressed uh, revolutionary feminism, uh, gender, which gender, some people call gender struggles, uh, what have you, yeah. but they addressed Male that. Basically, right. Absolutely. And, and they addressed it when, um, 
when the Black Panthers weren't directly addressing it in that fashion. So they were, you know, in that in that sense, um, the Young Lords Party. And you know what I love about the Young Lords Party as well? The most thing that I love about them is that they developed from first being a street gang. Yeah, so exactly. that's a beautiful, very beautiful thing that they were a, a street gang, right? That's the epitome of turning something from a negative to a positive. Absolutely. And, and that's what's needed more here. You know, they were a street gang at first. And then, you know, the, the, you know, the certain leaders, um, you know, went into the concentration camps, ended up in prison and, you know, educated and um, got politicized, revolutionized, come out and transformed the hood into a revolutionary organization. Beautiful beautiful yeah, job that's a beautiful thing. oh man it's so beautiful and 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 even today you know this is why you know anybody who's listened to free aslan has, has heard me you know i never talk down on what they call so-called gangs i never talk bad about them um in my opinion they're called uh, youth survival groups and um and because it's the youth the oppressed nation youth who are trying to survive and and sometimes they you know they make choices that that ain't yeah. the right choices you know but they're doing the best they can under a system in a society that they do not understand um and under these colonized conditions that they don't know how to deal with they're not politicized they don't know how to go about it uh in a political way and how to organize in different ways they're doing the best they could but this is why i never talk bad about them because i know the revolutionary example that the Young Lords Party left, and I know that um, an, a, another uh, Young Lords Party or, or, or other organization is possible, and I know that these uh, these youth, these uh, youth survival groups, that if they were mobilized and politicized and revolutionized, um, we would have a thousand young lords parties you know and 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 just yeah, from definitely. absolutely a, a lot of a lot of the strength and the numbers that i mean honestly we're lacking today by the broken unity body oppressors mm. which yeah. is why it's so vital for us to come together in unity mm. right now i mean absolutely no time like the present absolutely you may have done things differently in the past or slacking somewhere or another but our people need us now mm. yes they do Absolutely. And with that said, we're going to go ahead and uh, go into a break and we're going to listen to one of your songs. And um, and and yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back in a minute. So just uh, I want to let you know that uh, the one that I'm actually about to do a video for is the song that's called If You Let It Fly. Mm. Elmar Tear. Okay. Okay, and we'll talk more about that as well. We, we want to hear more about that. We're going to take this little break. We're going to come right back. So just stay on the phone, and then we'll continue with this uh, interview, Lolita. Sounds good. Okay. Bitch, open up my door. Said by my mink on the floor. I'm something like a pimp. You can leave the rest to me. Please just respect my D. I'm something like a pimp. Something like a. You don't know another pill, nigga. nigga Fresh to death on these hoes She peep the pee, they love the way I keep the hunt when I pose I love the way these niggas <laughs> Don't have them getting this dough It gets major Picture me like riding in the caddy My bitches hit the tricks and bring the money home to daddy The runners at the front got it pumping in the alley My amigo don't speak no English, so no, he don't understand me Money don't fold, shit, I had the rubber bandy Brown Gucci bag, see me on my duffel bag, shit yeah, it's automatic if them niggas want some static And plus it's one in a chain Case I gotta let them have it like a pimp, lay back, sitting in the lap Real four hoes in the back I'm something like a pimp Pullin' to the club, looking fly Blow a couple doves in the sky I'm something like a pimp Bitch, open my door Set by my mink on the floor I'm something like a pimp You can leave the rest to me Please just respect my D. I'm something like a pimp. Coated paint, whipping wood grain. 
Riding through the hood, candy sitting on them things Pulling back the light, looking like a star See something I like, bitch, in my car Move your ass quick, then I slam my door Then I get one dirt stain on my floor I'ma let you know, they call me the queen And I can take you places you ain't never ever seen Just kiss my ring, just kiss my feet But don't touch my cane and don't touch my heat Don't suck your teeth Don't frown your face I'll draw back my backhand and smack out your taste I keep you laced, looking real fly As long as you bring all my money on my mind I'll get up in your mind when I spit my game And just so you know, I'ma tell you one thing I'm coming the gym, lay back, sitting in the lap Three or four holes in the back I'm something like a pimp Pull up to the club looking fly Blow a couple doves in the sky I'm something like a pimp Bitch, open up my door Set by my mink on the floor I'm something like a pimp You can leave the rest to me Please just respect my D I'm something like a pimp Was running digits, she get hers from the curb. Fuck this money over bitches. Hall shine, I respect the whole grind. How could you be broke? I ain't with it, bitch. You sitting on a gold mine, box popping online. Trick bitch, bust them down the whole nine. Pussy drip. Mine's like when you roll hard, you ain't gotta go far. I'ma make you a star, bitch. In the car, John's a search for your head, your ass. Fuck who gave you? You know who your daddy. Niggas ain't really pimping. A lot of niggas mad at this. You ain't never had a bitch. See, you have my madam bitch. She see Julius hit the block. She throw one hand in her twat and drop it like it's hot. We ain't never slipping. Whole money, nothing like it. And if that ain't pimping, niggas something like it. Old People's Revolutionary Radio. I'm JV, and this is Free Aslan. And um, and so we're back here with uh, Lolita, Lolita Lebron. Are you on the line? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, perfect. Okay, so um, we just heard one of your songs, and um, in the name of that song, uh, you, you want to explain uh, what what the name of that cut was right there? Uh- I don't know what it was. I couldn't hear it. Oh, you couldn't hear it. R&B and soul, Lolita Lebron. Yeah, it was just it was a R&B and soul uh, song off of your um, off of your website, uh, Reverb. Oh, uh, what was it? Times com. don't seem hard. Yeah, there you go. Times. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And um, and so you know, your music, um, you know, it's 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 beautiful that that you've um, come out with this music and stuff and representing. Uh, Poriqua and, and, and all that but I wanted to ask um, you know another question and, and, and you know it, it's it's related to um, other Rasa as well but you know it, it affects us all you know and, and you know we're human beings we're indigenous peoples and when we see these things happening um, you know it, it's it's you know it, it creates a lot of different emotions in different people but what are your thoughts on the situation with migrants at the false U.S. border, we see these kids in cages. Like, what, what do you what do you think about that? I'm glad you asked that. The first thing is that the people enforcing the laws are the ones who aren't from this land. That's mm. the first thing. Mm. Absolutely. And the people, our people, being labeled illegal aliens or migrants, were here before the colonizers. Absolutely. And this. This is their rightful land. Mm. Yes. It's also evident to me who they're targeting. Mm. Now, it isn't the European immigrants. Right. It's people of color. Absolutely. People from Mexico. Absolutely. South America, Central America. Mm. I mean, the children, the women, the men are being torn apart, mm. dying, being put in inhumane facilities where they're fleeing dangerous circumstances in need of asylum, which is their right, yet they're being denied the right. This is a constitutional right, and be, and they're being treated like animals. Mm. I, I've been, you know, you follow me on uh, social media, and you see that I be saying right on top of everything that's being Absolutely. Current. And I saw that they, 
they posted that they're actually being forced to drink from toilets. Mm. I've seen dogs and animals treated better than this. Mm. I'm pissed off. Yeah. These still my people. I'm still standing up for them. They mm. my people too. Absolutely. We want people. Period. Mm. I want justice for them. Now, them children are being raped. Mothers are, are, are getting their children taken from them permanently. Mm. This is an attack on all of us. This is an Absolutely. attack on one people. This is everybody. All of us that have been oppressed, mm. we're all being affected by this. Anybody that's thinking that, oh, well, it's them people. No, this our people. We, we are one. Brown, red, mm. black, we one. Mm. And anytime people thinking differently about that, that's just sad, man. Because mm. We are all going through the same thing, and we're struggling through the same thing. We need to come together in unity and have love for one another and try to build each other up and stand up for what's going on. Because this is like a modern-day holocaust that they're doing, how they're picking them in these camps, period. It is. And I mean, like, we got to do something to help our brothers and sisters and the babies. That's our future, mm. and our future depends on it. Yes, it does. Absolutely. And that was beautifully said once again. Uh, truth right there. Powerful truth. Um, you know, these are people and, and you know, they're um, and, and it is like a holocaust because this is exactly what uh, the Nazis did. Exactly. It's almost like uh, they they did it page by page. They, they rounded yeah, people like up. Absolutely. Yourself. Rounded them up, put them in these camps, put them in these cages and you know um and they don't have to put them in ovens because you know you can you know they can take people out in other ways and they do you know we see just drinking out of toilets you know you, you know doing stuff like that people are gonna die from diseases i mean right. they're doing people kids are dying there's been what five six children um that have died already in 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 and, these and that's camps that's what we know about that's, that's what, we, what know. we know about exactly we, we don't know what's really going on that's what they tell us that's what they tell us absolutely and these are concentration camps they they are not uh detention sent these are concentration camps they did it to the japanese back in the days uh they're doing it now um you know i mean they continue to do this and i don't know what it's going to take you know, for people to understand that um, this kind of behavior, I mean, it's going to continue. If not this, it's going to continue in a different form, but um, it's not going to stop. So, like you said, people have to come together and find ways to mobilize and find ways to uh, struggle against this and to stop it. Just like you said, we exactly. need to stop it. And there's many ways that we can stop it, you know. There's many ways that people can stop things. Uh, you know, um, people have to be organized, though. And, and we've seen when uh, the so-called, um, what did they have? The so-called uh, uh, economy was, um, they said it was uh, at a standstill. And, um, you know, they shut everything down. And, and so what the, the airplane uh, pilots did is they said, okay, we're not flying nowhere until you get this economy we're not being paid we're not flying nowhere and it lasted like two or three hours and then they sent word saying hey uh we got the economy up and up and running again so there's there's ways that people can make things happen um but people have to be organized and come together and find ways to just shut it down so you know that's that's what that's that should be the topic in every general meeting every political party every organization every group should talk about how are we going to shut it down how are we going to stop what they're doing that should be a top of topic of discussion uh in every every meeting um until this is done but let me move on um and let me ask you lolita um what got you into loving your cultura that was a question i, I was thinking on like to me that's normal mm. it's just a natural thing like when i see people who don't that it baffles me that's mm. insanity to me i mean mm. how could you not absolutely how could you not it's like growing up and, you know, combing your hair. It's like right. you should love you it. You know but, how to do it. But the thing is, you know, like I was talking to, 
I was talking to a very special um, person, t- and 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 they were saying that, you know, that um, well, we were talking about different things that happen in society, and you know, I, and I was talking about how. Um, you know, um, in the media, you know, we, we, we hear in the media that, um, you know, that um, we get the false, we get false um, reports about who's doing what, who commits crimes, who does drugs, and all of this different stuff, you know, and, and the facts are that, you know, the majority of people on welfare are white people. So, that's a shocker. To, I mean, that was a shocker to me because, you know, I grew up, you know, brainwashed like everyone else, seen in the news that everybody on welfare is brown and black folks. So to learn the truth that it's really white people or the majority of people on welfare in the U.S., you know, it, it's it, it, it just it kind of, um you know, and we were talking about how when children see that, that their people are the ones on welfare that their people are the ones doing no good that their people are doing all this negative bad stuff um people grow up um being ashamed of who they are not liking their own people um that's part of the reason we have horizontal crime when people are lashing out um even killing other people who look just like them who are they're basically killing themselves so a lot of this is this self-hate that's built up because uh society uh imprints it in our minds since since you know since we're born that you know the bad people are you know doing this they're on welfare brown and black people are doing it and in reality it's actually more white people doing this this stuff so the thing is when it comes to cultura i can also see how there are probably a lot of people who grow up not loving their cultura because of the way that their people and that their culture is portrayed in this media and all that where it's negative it's bad these are bad people they're doing bad and so i can see how you know there are probably some people who who don't love their own culture even as grown as as, excuse me but as grown adults there's people that probably don't love their own culture it's it's sad and it's horrible and this is why we have so many people um, you know, putting in uh, blue contacts and doing all this crazy stuff, exactly. um, you know, and, and dyeing their hair, all these crazy, you know, like, stop it, you know, but they, you know, they hate their own people, they hate their own culture, and so this is the way that they're expressing it, and, and it's sad, but, so I'm very glad that, you know, you grew up, um, like you said, why wouldn't I, growing up loving your cultura, that's a beautiful, that is just it's beautiful for me to hear somebody say that. I, I, I love that, you know. And so, um, but anyway, let me move on to this next question. Let me ask, um, what are you currently working on, like, uh, as far as songs, projects, uh, events? Is there anything uh, you're working on that you want to share with the listeners? Well, uh, right now I'm actually working on a few uh, remakes. Um, one of them is the Che Guevara song, the... Hasta Siempre Comandante. Oh, Another wow. one that I'm working on is uh, Puerto Rican Love. Oh, man. Uh, the original was by Tina Marie, but you know I'm going to have to do a spin on it real quick. Absolutely. Oh. And I definitely got a video coming out for the song uh, that I, I mentioned earlier, uh, If You Let It Slide. And anything in, in terms of, like, the shows and stuff like that, I'll be posting that all over my social media mm. as the shows come up. Mm. Oh, that's 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 beautiful. And I, I just got to say, the, the Che Guevara song, you know, I, um, you know, of course, I love reading Che Guevara's work, and I am a fan of Che. So, ah, oh, that sounds so beautiful. I can't wait to hear that. And I know the listeners want to hear that song. For those who haven't, you should Google it. And um, and it's a very, very beautiful song about Che Guevara. And um, and also, um, and, and I can't wait for you to come out with it so I can play it 
um, Free Aslan as well. And, I appreciate um, you. Oh yeah, that that's oh yeah, that's Mando right there. But let me just say, if if anybody is interested uh, in your music, how can they get in contact with you? Uh, one one of the number one places that they can contact me is ReverbNation.com forward slash Lolita Lebron. Um, I have an Instagram account as well. It's under Lolita Lebron. I have a Twitter. It's under Lolita Lebron BB. Um, I do also have a Facebook account, which is also under uh, Jasmine Perez. But it also you can still find me if you put in Lolita Lebron. Mm. Wonderful. And, 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 and I just want to let you know too, because I got to tell you this before we get even get off this interview is that uh, I'm definitely about to come out with a song that's touching uh, on this immigration stuff that's going on mm. right now. So I, I can't wait to finish it. As soon as I do, I, I'm going to definitely get it to you. ASAP. Oh, wow. Beautiful, beautiful. And we, we love that. We look forward to it. There's so many uh, organizations and political parties, especially uh, here in the Bay Area, and we will play the hell out of that song. So get it, get it going when it's done. Slide it, and we will be um, promoting it um, everywhere. So that that's that's we look forward to that. But um, and let me just say, um, lastly, let me just ask, uh, what are your last words uh, to the listeners here on Free Aslan? Um, some of the last things that I want to say is, you know what I'm saying, for the people, for the ones that are conscious, it's our responsibility to help those that are not, to bring them into a unity so we can stand together and do something about the things and the oppressions and all the struggles that we're going through. And also just that we in this together, mm. and we can do something about this. Mm. We don't got to keep turning the other cheek. And everything that I'm doing, any of the music that I'm doing, I'm doing this for y'all. Mm. For the people. Beautiful. And, right. and and your words are like you don't even you don't even realize. Your words are like music to my ears. I mean, I love that. I think that's the most beautiful thing uh somebody can do is to promote unity and struggle. And there is no greater no better thing than that except complete liberation and i would i just want to thank you uh lolita lebron um you know and i just want to say that um you know uh you're always welcome on free aslan and i will have you back again when you release that 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 song i want to bring you back and talk some more about it and free aslan yeah free aslan's broadcast broadcast out of uh east oakland but um they also play free aslan down in southern california as well so the you know people down in la will be listening to this as well and there's a lot of poriquas um here in in, in cali as well so you know and i just want to say um from the chicano nation i want to say free puerto rico and free aslan Thank you very much, Lolita Lebron, for being on Free Aslan. I appreciate you, man. And, and I wish the same thing for our people, freedom for our people, mm. all our people. Mm. And I appreciate you having me on the show. This was an honor. Free the land, sister. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And, uh, and I want to say this is KEXU. And, uh, and this is KEXU. Uh, 96.1 FM and you know this was a very important interview right here uh, you know it's important um, you know here in Kelly we hear a lot about uh, the struggles of Aslan Chicano Mexicano struggles the black nation struggles we hear a lot about indigenous struggles uh, the first nations but we can't forget about Boricua because um, they're in on this struggle as well there we were up against the same obstacles and the same oppressor and um they are also an internal semi-colony you know they're colonized just like aslan just like the black nation they're colonized just like the first nations uh in these false u.s borders so you know it, it and i know we may not 
be um, a lot of us may not be really exposed to the Boricua struggle, but um, they've been there since the beginning and um, they've been there in a real way. And, you know, if you do your history, you'll read about the Young Lords Party that I talked about. And um, and 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 they and the Young Lords Party is a model. It's a model example of what can occur when people from the barrios um, are politicized and revolutionized. And um, they actually turned an entire one of the biggest uh, so-called street gangs in Chicago uh, into a revolutionary organization. And it came out to be one of the most advanced uh, revolutionary organizations within these false U.S. borders. So um, they they were a great example of uh, what can happen when the lumpen uh, organizations are mobilized, and what can occur when uh, we dig into the you know the ghettos, the hoods, and we um, mobilize the populations within these um, oppressed communities. So. You know, um, I, I thought it was very important to bring um, this Boricua sister on, on, on Free Aslan. And I hope that, um, you know, I can bring some more Boricuas and, and some more um, oppressed nations, people, other people from the internal colonies as well. Um, because remember, we are an internal colony and uh, the U.S. is a prison house of nations. You know, this is what it is. It's a prison, a prison house of nations. So uh, it's important that we don't forget those who are also in the trenches, who are also organizing, who are also struggling um, against this same oppressor. And um, because the only way we're going to win in the end uh, is through a united front, a uh, united front of all oppressed nations, people. And the Poriqua is definitely there has always been there and so that was a very good i'm very happy uh to have sister lolita lebron and um when you all have time research lolita lebron as well and you'll see that um you know she not only organized for the liberation of puerto rico but she also um you know took action uh against the state and you know she was in prison for a long time because of her um, because of her actions and, and you know even as as an elder upon release from prison I don't know she was in her 70s she was up there she continued the struggle uh, for independence you know for the independence of Puerto Rico and so you know um, she's in solidarity with us as well because we too fight for independence and we continue this struggle that um, these people these elders have took up um, decades before we were even born in some cases and will continue to t uh, pass this torch of resistance to the next future generations. And with that being said, I want to say um, thank you all for listening to Free Aslan and, um, and I'll see you next week. This is JV and you are listening to Free Aslan.